don't want to miss this. It's quite a work of art. You'll laugh and cry through the lows and highs. Unless it all falls apart. Hey, pay attention. The show's about to start. Just sit back and relax. And oh, watch this part. Hello and welcome back to Watch This Part, a movie and TV podcast. I'm Hector. Good morning, Usnavi. caliente café con leche. And we're talking about In the Heights. If you if you haven't uh, if you didn't get that already. So also I'm Kevin Rosario. <laughs> I'm Kyle. So last weekend, uh, for my birthday, uh, we had a private screening, and we saw uh, a movie that I. That means a lot to me, and that's very, very. Uh, I was very excited to see and to share the experience with uh, with my friends and my family that that went. Um, and it's the movie called In the Heights. Um, In the a, Heights. It is a musical written by Lin Manuel Miranda. He wrote the music and lyrics, and the person who wrote the book I can't pronounce her name. Kiara Alegria Hudes. That is her name. I looked up an interview with her so I could <laughs> no pronounce it correctly. Porque se me olvidó. Kiara that means Alegria. I Cuties. That means I forgot. Cuties? Cutie. Yeah. H-U-D-E-S. She is Hudi. a cutie, though. Cuties. Just want to put that out there. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, Kiara. Uh, ha- ha- She's married. Hit, hit us. Oh, wow. I mean, you know, marriages don't always last. 50% oh, of marriages end in divorce. Just keep say something. <laughs> Cut all this out. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, In the Heights, um, from the year of our Lord, 2021. Directed by Don, uh, John. Directed John by M. John Chu. M. Chu. Which is the same director as Crazy Rich Asians. Mm-hmm. And uh, G.I. Joe colon Retaliation. <laughs> or is that the new one? G.I. Joe 2. It's coming know. out? No, it's the... Oh, it's the old one. Old one. Okay. I've never seen it. I don't know. So yeah, this movie um, means a lot to me in, in the way that... Uh, uh, I'm, I was such a fan of the musical, uh, the Broadway musical when it came out. Um, not when it came out, but I actually got into it maybe in 2015. Uh, Hamilton had just come out. And I was obsessed with Lin-Manuel Miranda and everything that he touched, everything that he he did. Um, so like, I found out that he did this musical before Hamilton, mm-hmm. and uh, I went and looked it up. I saw a bootleg of it, and I just fell in love. And um, I just haven't looked back since. So I've been an, and Lin-Manuel Miranda stan, as the young kids say, um, ever since then. So Lin-Manuel um, Stan Mar- Stan Miranda, Lin Stanwell Miranda is what. Yeah, got it. I got there. Um, yeah, Kyle and I are both uh, old, so we, we don't... Th- hey, I'm th- a it doesn't, it doesn't sound cool when we say things like <laughs> no, that. No, it does. It sounds very cool, and um, I, I keep up with the oh, lingo. Oh, yes, okay. Hector- I, I totally stand. I stand, you know, with Manuel <laughs> Miranda, whatever the young kid. Go, here's a dollar. Go buy a Pokemon. <laughs> Hector, I must say, you look very on fleek today. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot we're recording. Yeah, sorry. We're, we're, we're doing a video I forgot report today. There was a, I just... Is this a camera? How did you get it in that little rectangle? <laughs> Cut that out <laughs> immediately. I immediately. I have to leave it in. I have to leave it in. <laughs> we have to be entertaining it oh some boy. way. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, before before we get into the episode proper, I'd just like to thank our sponsors today. Uh uh, tied to go instant stain remover pens. Uh, the pen that uh, instead of writing, uh, you 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 use it and and the, it disappears. It's really it's really more of a an eraser when you I, I when take, you think about I it. I take note. I take note. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, so um, another sp- shout out to our other sponsor, uh, Piraguas. 
And Pito. Mr. Softy's truck. Can I Ice can I truck. do a, a really quick tangent about Piraguas? Yeah, go ahead. Uh it's not even about Piraguas. It's about it's about Raspas, which I believe is like the, the Mexican um, way to say it. Is that the Mexican way? Okay, Mexican I, I assume that was more anglicized. Uh, raspas. Piragua, raspas. I believe it's a I believe it's a Dominican Republic thing, um, or like a Puerto Rican thing. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, but the way that we say it uh, is raspas. Raspas. Okay. Um, okay. So when I was when I was small, uh, I was at a summer camp. When uh, I was a little boy. I, I was at a theater summer camp, and um, and the like the the people that work they would also do like shows, and it's mostly geared towards kids. Like they'll put on like well, the very so. hungry caterpillar or something. They even had a Hank the Cowdog oh, show once, Hank the Cow which was cool. Um, and that's very that's a very Texas thing. Uh, but they did a. I remember when I was there during camp, I went and saw a a like a kiddized version of Phantom of the Opera, which, by the way, is the only time I've seen Phantom of the Opera. I've only seen this weird version of it that they did for this for this kids show, and the only thing I remember from it is that the Phantom or like whatever that character is, right? Uh, he sings a song called "Who Will Buy My Icy Cold Raspa," and it just goes. Who will buy my icy cold raspas? Cool you off on a hot summer day. And I don't know why this has stuck with me all these years. I'm almost certain that song does not appear in the stage production. Was it or just film like production. an added in? Yeah, I think so. For the kids I mean, have you seen Phantom of the Opera? Do they sing about icy cold raspas? Uh, I think, sorry, I'm going to get some hate for this. I think Phantom of the Opera is overrated. Oh, hey, I have no opinion. Again, I've only seen but, uh, this no, I, from what I've heard the I've heard the, the soundtrack from what I remember. I don't think any, I don't think... Ba- basically, what I'm saying is, I think Lin Manuel Miranda saw this production of Phantom of the Opera and was like, "I'm gonna take that Raspa guy and turn him into a Piragua guy." When I sing the Piragua song, though, I, I just sing like Raspa instead, so I'm just like, "Oh, mi raspas, mi oh, raspas." That actually works pretty well. Yeah, nice block of ice, mi raspas, mi raspas. I, I think Raspas are a cool name. But uh, I mean, that's just because I grew up with Raspas. And, tengo de mango, tengo de. You know, I got. Okay. This, Okay, so okay, real quick, I just want to say, uh, so the difference between you and I is, uh, I I also got very obsessed with Hamilton. I I know basically the entire soundtrack by by heart. I assume the same is true for you. Um, Hamilton. I, I never got, I never checked out in the Heights. Um, not for any particular reason. I was just like, he's a Mexican hater. Yeah, <laughs> please. Uh, and, you know, I was like, oh, they're making a movie eventually. I'll just go, I'll just go see that. So I I, I didn't know the songs going into mm. this. I didn't. I've never seen the stage show, so I'm gonna have. A lot of questions for you. Be like, was this in the the stage version or? Which I can definitely oh, answer for you. First one, right off the bat, is the tide stain removing pen also a major plot point in the stage musical? No, it is not. Okay, because this movie, I'll just say, is the best tide stain removing pen commercial I've ever I seen actually, in my life. Okay, I've used a tide to go stain remover. Uh huh. Never worked. <laughs> I'm just kidding, but like the I, most unrealistic thing of this but movie. But what's funny <laughs> is that like seeing it in the movie, I kind of want to try it again. Maybe it's, they've updated it. They, uh, Maybe they they've have. updated it to where like it it works and like it's it's a new formula or something. But um, yeah, definitely, I I, <laughs> I think it's so random. It is not in the Broadway. Uh, okay, production. good to know because heavily featured in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Sorry. Continue with uh, with was. your with your thing. Um, so yeah, no, th- this this just means a lot to me. Um, when Lin Manuel Miranda wrote it, he said that he wrote it because he wanted he'd wanted to feel seen um, as a Latino. 
uh, like on stage. He wanted to be represented, and I think this this does a really cool thing as far as representation goes um, for for all Latinos. Mm-hmm. I think it's a very cool thing that it, that uh, is happening, um, and it, it put it starts a discussion, and we're put in in the discussion. You know, um, I really wasn't aware of how much representation matters. I kind of, I'm going to be honest, I kind of take it for granted and took it for granted. Um, but seeing this movie on the screen and just seeing things that like from my life that I can pull out of it and just like how I relate to it. Mm-hmm. Oh man, that was such, it, it, I've never really had that experience to this extent. Um, the closest thing I can think of is uh, in Spider-Man um, Enter the, Into the Spider-Verse. Oh, I thought you were going to say Turn Off the Dark. <laughs> no, dear God, no. Um, in Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, when Miles is walking down the street, and he's like, you know, talking to the community, he's just like, mm-hmm. oh, hey, what's up? Oh, like, like, what's going on? Like, And I'm like, oh, man, that's cool. Like, you know what I mean? Um, like, seeing, like, a, a, like, a Latino character, and it's a Spider-Man movie, which I love Spider-Man. It's like my favorite superhero um just like stuff like little it's always been in in small amounts and small doses but seeing this movie it's just all the the whole thing mm-hmm. the movie everything every second on screen is is like representation for me um just being a latino being being mexican there is one and then there's one part uh in the movie where it's like they're waving where they're waving all the flags and it's like uh, alza la bandera, la bandera mexicana, which just means like, you know, raise your banner in the air, the the Mexican flag, you know, or mm-hmm. the, the the not the banner, the the flag. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And uh, that just seeing that was like, oh man, like yeah, like you know, it just kind of lit a fire in me. Um. But it was really really cool, and I really really appreciate it. And I, I just I want to thank Lin Manuel Miranda for for doing that for us. And I think this uh, the whole thing with abuela and like. She reminded me of, of my abuelita, um, and you know, just the, the oh, she stuff rules. that she was says. Yo, she's what a, amazing. What a, a best character in the movie. Um, yeah, a really cool thing about it is that the woman who plays abuela in the movie played abuela in the stage musical yes. in the original Broadway cast. That's so awesome. Yeah, I, I humongous shout out to Lynn. Like, how often? One, one, just an, an abuela, but like you know, the representation is awesome. Can I just say like old old people representation? Am I allowed to say old people? Is that is that is that problem? I love the young people. The, the geriatrically the challenged. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <Geriatric>. <laughs> but how cool is it that this movie that she's such a prominent character and gets her own song, and and, and it's the best song in the movie. It's my it's my favorite. It's your part favorite. Of, I, I I don't know if it's my favorite song, but like. That 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 moment in the movie, which we'll get to, is is like, it hits you like a truck. I was yeah. like, I I it's actually much stronger in my opinion in the in the stage play. Okay. Um, if you go if you listen to it on the on the Broadway mm-hmm. album, uh, it starts off stronger. Um, so like in 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 the movie, she starts off with calor, calor, like it's like kind of soft, mm-hmm. but she's like full on like calor, calor, like it's like Interesting. huge. Um, um, okay, so quick, quick question: Have you seen this? Have you seen like a filmed version of the stage show, or have you only was, listened to the soundtrack? No, it was a bootleg. So I've seen, okay. I've seen, I've seen the the whole Broadway show okay. from start to finish. Good to know. You know? Yeah, I, 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 I mean, after watching this movie, I definitely want to. Oh yeah. I, no. I started listening to the soundtrack a little bit. I listened to like the first the the In the Heights song, uh, uh, and yeah. I I I I Just, I I can already feel the music getting stuck in my head, so yeah. I know I'm gonna like listen to from it from the first ad nauseum. literally the first song that i that i heard the opening number i was hooked though I, I that that is actually my favorite song just like in the heights the it's just, it just up on washington i was like ooh. 
Yeah. Yeah. Is that is that a reference to um to West Side Story? Yes, it is. Okay. Yes, it is. Because like that that song instantly pops in my head. Yeah. Uh, okay. I was curious about that. I was yeah. Really, yeah. I mean, isn't that great? Isn't that's it, awesome. awesome. And and because that song's all about Puerto Rico, yep. which is, uh, I, I I think he's from the Dominican Republic in this yeah. one, but uh, um, that's where Lynn is from, I believe. Yeah, he's from the. Or uh, that's his family. Yeah. Name. Uh, um. Uh, oh God, I'm gonna have to do it. I'm gonna have to name drop Paloma. <laughs> I was I was I was talking to her on the way over here, and she was telling me that that the Washington Heights is known as uh, as uh. Either little Dominican Republic, or mm. so. Yeah. So that's why he's from the Dominican Republic in this, even though Lynn is from Puerto Rico. But that's that's not a here. Nor there. Yeah. Sorry, Paloma. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, no. Um, definitely, really, really, really enjoyed this movie, uh, and really highly recommend it. If if you're Latino, if you're not Latino, um, but like it, it, if you're anybody, check out this movie. It rules. How, how did how did how did you perceive this? Uh, be, I I ho- I want to say this because. Um, you know, like, I, I, I want to get your opinion. So, like, being, like, a white male. Be, being a, a whitey. A white boy. I didn't be, say being, that. Being I didn't cracker. say all that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to, I'm just going to leave. Um, as, no, no, no. As a friendly ghost named Casper. Right. <laughs> as a cis white male. Like, I don't know. Um, no, so, like, as, you know, um, a Caucasian. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy! As a, as a, as a man from the the Caucasus Mountains, <laughs> you know when when, when, I, when one of my best friends when I was really little was was, it was a Hispanic family and they called me Casper. <laughs> no way! That, that's a true story. <laughs> Sorry, finish your question. <laughs> uh, okay. So I wanted to get your opinion as a white male. Mm-hmm. What did you think of of, of this movie? Because I know that um, it's not. In the in the nicest way I can say possible, this this movie like wasn't legitimately like made for it's not, you. Yeah, it's not a story, which is so nice. I, we don't need every movie to be about a white guy. About white people. <laughs> um, um. Well, what first of all, let me just say that I, I I definitely want to be part of any family that has uh, Abuela Claudia and Jimmy Smith. Oh, in you're it. part of my family, buddy. Oh, well, you don't have Jimmy Smith or Abuela Claudia, but I mean that is a very nice. Um, uh, my abuelita is literally Abuela Claudia. Oh, is she really? She's like literally like it. Like is it okay? Hey. The same. She's literally the well, same. Well, she rules. Same energy. Both 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 Abuela Claudia rule. Yeah. Oh. Um. But yeah, I I mean it is. Contrary to, I mean, uh, my family is like the polar opposite of like. I mean, I know they're not all like literal family, but they've all come together and they're very close, right. share everything with each other. And and like my family is very much like the opposite of that. Most of my family like hates each other, and <laughs> and um, so uh, yeah, it's 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 very heartwarming, and I I, I love the vision. Uh, I, I love the the presentation of like New York mm, and. Yeah. Washington Heights in this movie. It's, yeah, it's so like I mean I love New York. I want I want to I want to move there someday. Like it rules. Um, Just walk. It, this and this is, was filmed in Washington Heights. Yeah, so, like, yeah. Literally everything that you see, like you can go visit. You can go and you know walk walk the streets. You know and it's they had the Joker stairs in this movie. They did. No, they didn't. <laughs> they did. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty jo- sure I the, the Joker stairs, stairs were. Wasn't it? Isn't that in Boston or something? No, it's in New York. The Joker's filmed in New York City. The 1970s New York City, or I think it's the 70s. We don't have to talk about Joker in this anyway. in this episode. I just wanted to say. Why are you bringing white males into this? <laughs> oh boy. 
Here we go. We just can't, we just can't <laughs> like, escape from any type of criticism or any type of um, backlash. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, let's let's talk a little bit about uh, John M. Chu, the director. This is mm-hmm. his, uh, I don't know. So, uh, he's... He's had a he's had an interesting career. I I think he I think he's found his 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 place. I like well that's I mean that sounds weird. I I I love what he did with this musical. I hope yeah. he continues. I knew he's doing Wicked next, which Wicked is like my favorite musical. That's Wicked. I'm I I'm so much looking forward to that, especially yeah. after seeing this movie. I I know that he I hope he does wonderful things with it. Um uh can I just say his filmography really quick? Yeah, it's, go, it's ahead. Pretty, it, go ahead. There's some other stuff in here, but these are the movies. Uh, Step Up to the Streets. Mm-hmm. Uh, never Say Never, the uh, Justin Bieber Never Say Never. <laughs> yeah, girl. Movie. Uh, G.I. Joe Retaliation, the, right. the, the second one, I, I guess. Uh, Gem and the Holograms. Never saw it. Now You See Me Too. Uh, no way. Terrible yeah. movie. <laughs> so, uh, There's that one scene, though, that's really... Are you talking about when they do the little flippy with the card? The yeah, that's that's really cool. Uh, I one thing to say about that movie is that they set themselves up for a perfect slam dunk title with "Now You Don't," because the first movie is called "Now You See Me," and you're like, "Okay, there's gonna make a sequel." I know what that one's called. Like, you already set it up. It's called "And Now You Don't." Nope, it's just "Now You See Me Too." Failed opportunity. I, I'm, I'm is sorry. that his fault though? I don't know. I don't know whose fault it is, but it's somebody's fault, and and they will. Somebody pay. should pay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Crazy Rich Asians, which is like what really exploded him, uh, popularity wise. That, that yeah. was a really weird way to phrase that, but that's like really blow up. I, I've, I haven't seen it. I've been meaning to check I, it out I forever. I haven't seen it either, but apparently. But by all accounts, it rules. Um, hmm. You know that they're bringing that into like a trilogy of movies now. He's directing the next two. That's called like. Like rich people problems or it's something. It's like crazy rich Asians, crazier rich. It, Asians. No, it's it's like crazy. I don't remember. They're they're, they're all ti- they're, they're weird titles, anyways. Uh, then and then we got we come to In the Heights, and his next one up is Wicked. Which bring it on, I want Wicked. Oh, he's doing Bring It On too. No, I'm just nah. um, Bring but, It On too, please. There's already like six Bring It On sequels. I, I meant Bring It On as well. Oh. Um. No. 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 So. One thing about John Chu. No, that no, 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 no. Sorry. No, 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 no. Dude, I can't. You can't be doing. You can't be triggering me like that. Because I just want to keep. <laughs> this singing is like songs. that episode of South Park where where he sings. Uh, I'm sailing away, and Cartman has to finish the entire song. <laughs> I'm sailing away. Come to the open sea. Come to me. Come to me. Anyway, um, no. So the thing about John Chu is that I, when I heard that he was going to be the director for this movie, I wasn't too thrilled. Not not because he's Asian or just I wanted like to. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I'm saying not because that wasn't I, I the know. issue. I wasn't. I didn't think that that was the reason though. <laughs> okay, we're stopping this recording. No, 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 no. no. If you're keeping in my my terrible shenanigans from the beginning of this, yeah, episode, I'm not posting the video. Yet. I'm not. Po- it's just for posterity. Okay, good. But uh, anyway. <laughs> Dear God, okay. So because uh, when I heard that John Chu was going to be directing it, honestly, um, I w- I just assumed that a Latino would be the one to direct this movie. Uh, it just made sense. That would make, it would just made sense. That would seem you know. Yeah. Um. So I was like, I was wondering who are they gonna who are they gonna get to direct it? Like, are they gonna get like a you know like I was just really really intrigued, you know. 
So yeah, I, it, it just made sense that you know that a Latino would be directing this. When I heard John Chu was directing, I was like, oh, what really? And I was like, oh, well, he directed those like a Step Up movie, and like you know, he I was like, uh, may, you know what? Well, let's see where this goes, you know. Um, and he he did a really really great job. Um, there's a there's a few shots that I didn't really agree with, or I didn't really. Oh really? Like, um, yeah. I, be, I in my opinion, the ninety-six thousand number. Ninety-six thousand. There were, dang. Dollars? How Ninety-six. You can't do this. <laughs> That's um, what happened several times in this episode. I never win crap. Anyway, uh, so no, no, no. Uh, the ninety-six thousand number. Ninety-six thousand. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna kill you. Um, I didn't really agree with some of the shots uh, that were that he went with in this movie. Um, for example, the 96,000 number, 96,000. 96,000. <laughs> is basically, it's too too many overhead shots for me. Um, and a lot of times it seemed like they, the shots that were picked were more like a, a music video rather than like... Interesting. Rather Interesting. than just like an actual film. Um, or like, you know what I mean? I, it feel was, like, I feel like there was a total music video, like for each individual <clears throat> song. Like, not the first one, but definitely like... 96,000 and like uh 96,000 um and uh what am i thinking of the like the, i guess the, the one where they're like dancing on the side of the oh yeah i don't when know the, the names sun of goes the down songs. yeah sorry sorry folks at home it's all right you'll learn baby you'll yeah. learn uh, um so no 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 <laughs> um yeah it, it's just it, it was very there was just some of the shots that i didn't agree with. I, especially being a filmmaker being a you know um sorry being a filmmaker and being like you know, loving movies and just like being cinephiles like we are, there's always something that you that you should want to change. Mm -hmm. um, and if there's not, like there's there's really hardly any like perfect movies, but like you should have some things that you would want to change. Um, and that that makes that always makes a good filmmaker, always makes a good film critique. Um, and uh, if you love movies, like it's something something to think about. Um, but uh, I really, really love what John Chu did with this movie. Um, I am very, very proud of him. I'm, I was very impressed. I was very. I cried like four times in the movie. Yeah, I, I cried. I cried once. It was during the Ab Abuela scene and her in her song. I was like, and I was just thinking, myself, this rule is so hard that she's getting her own song and everything. And I was like, yeah. oh, but what's happening? I don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I totally. Agree. I think uh, like. Um, I haven't seen that many movie musicals, but of the ones I've seen, like I really love about this movie how creative he gets with like the uh, like like when uh, when oh lord what's her name when Vanessa's like walking down the street and like the little fabric like and she's fabric running. is coming yeah. down the buildings yeah I love that and like when the when the four guys are the the beginning of the ninety six thousand song and they're like doing they're like ninety six thousand dollars okay and um. They're, but they're doing like the, like the little cartoons are like oh, yeah. appearing like in their they, hand. Like when he like when they, he when he do, sorry when he has a golf club and he like it shows yeah. up in his hand. Yeah, like, and, and like the there's there's things like that that are sort of like sprinkled out this movie that makes it. I I really enjoy it because I I think one of the I think musicals on stage are so magical because it's really happening. You're they're really filling the room with music around you. In movies, that's just a given that like. All these things are happening together, and I think John Cho, John M. Cho, Cho, good lord, I think John M. Cho does a lot to like infuse magic into like every piece of this movie. Yeah, like movie from, where from it's the just, first, like when you when he steps on the grate, like you can already tell, like oh, we're in an alternate reality. He, like, they're, they're, when, when it's doing the like da 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 
da, da. Like every single beat, the shot is changing to the beat, and it's like, it's there's so many cool little the things holes like that on the on movie. the sidewalk. Mm -hmm. the Real, I just want to say that um, I do love this movie. I, I think this movie has one of the best movie trailers I've ever seen in my life. Mm, yeah. Like, I, I remember when the freaking trailer came out for this, like, 18 months ago, like, before the world ended. And I was like, it, the trailer, without, I was ha so without, excited. without knowing the music or having, like, seen the source material, the, the trailer for this movie made me tear up. Because I was just like, this just looks so beautiful this looks so good i love it and yeah it's, it's i was so excited <sighs> man i was so excited um which i, I want to go ahead and, and add um so i i another reason why this was so important to me um is that uh, a friend of mine um steven um he this is a dude who doesn't like musicals who's never really liked musicals um and uh from the moment that i showed him this musical he, this dude fell in love with it, and this is literally his favorite musical. So, um, just I, I want to go ahead and, and, and give it, give it to him for a little bit to talk about like what um, what this means to him, what seeing this movie in the theaters meant to him. Um, his name is Steven Maron, but he goes by Babyface. Um, that's his uh, radio podcast persona. Um, but he's a really, really, really close friend of mine, one of my best friends. And I just want to uh, get his thoughts on it. What, like, again, what it meant seeing this movie. So, um, so take it away, Steven. What up, everybody? This is Babyface, honorary guest for this episode of Watch This Part. Kyle and Heck Thor have graciously invited me to share my thoughts and observations of In the Heights. Now, while I have an abundance of thoughts, I will try to keep this short and sweet. So here we go. Now, my first observation of In the Heights is just how joyed I am, how elated I am that the Latin or Latinx community feels seen. As part of the Latinx community, I can say that this was a whole movie based around a community that looks like us based on stories that we all share. The movie sheds light on struggles we all share, hopes for the future we all share, or as the movie refers to it, sueñitos. The movie shows us that Latins are not invisible. We are not invisible. We are not simply here to do the dirty work that makes this country run smoothly, to do the jobs that no one else wants, to clean your floors, to mop your hallways, but that we also have a dream living inside of us. We have goals and desires for ourselves and for our people. We dream to be viewed as equal, to have the same rights, the same opportunity as those who may be more privileged. Secondly, I loved all the cultures represented. Not to give too much away, but there's one scene specifically in this movie that exhibits the diversity of our Latinidad. All flags are represented from Latin America. There's various sabores that, of dance that originate from various regions of Latin America and the Caribbean. Another thing that really caught my eye in watching In the Heights is community and identity. Now, I think this is the most important thing that I took away uh, from In the Heights. And that is that the message that in the Heights is essentially a movie about a group of people who share in every moment. They share in the good, they share in the bad, but they go through it together. Each other's hurts, victories, each other's happiness, 
and they're there to lift each other through each part. Now, as for legacy, one of the characters makes a pivotal decision at some point during the movie that will affect the legacy of his community and his family forever. And the character makes a decision based on legacy. The character knows that ultimately the most important thing in his life is to tell his story. And through telling his story, through telling the stories of his family, his community, his neighborhood, his block, and those who exist in it, it becomes art and it becomes eternal. The stories of the people he tells become eternal. And the legacy to those who call Washington Heights home live on forever. The people whom we choose to surround ourselves with, our communities, the atmospheres in which we exist in, the rhythms in which we live by, uh, our cultures ultimately mold us into who we are becoming and fill us with purpose. And I think it's the hope of the creators of In the Heights and my hope as well that If you choose to go see this movie, that it would remind you of home and that you'd hug your loved ones a little tighter. Appreciate the time. Back to Kyle and Heck Thorpe. Peace. Thank you so much, Stephen, for giving us your your thoughts and everything like that. We definitely appreciate it. Um, But that is is one of the reasons why... uh, you know him seeing this with me we are seeing it together in the same theater um why it means a lot to me as well um that one of my closest dudes got to experience that with me how, how fitting is it that that you have that for your birthday you brought together like your community and family yeah, to go see like, this movie i thought and... it was yeah it's it's it, it meant a lot man it's it's kind of crazy and uh even even at the beginning like uh when when i had everybody there in the theater and, you know, I got over just like, hey, I just wanted to say a few words before. That rolled. Did you? Do you have a video of that? Or I no? did not. Well, you, somebody you, you, has you it. said not to. So somebody, like, if somebody has it, I kind of like. I, I, I'm not bootlegging Hector. <laughs> you know. I got up in the front and I did like a little rap uh, just about us being there and like how dope it was to have be experiencing this with friends and family. And stuff like, because I, I got inspired, man. Like that. that that's, that's I wrote it. This is an easy thing to get inspired. What's to. funny is that I wrote that literally like 10 minutes before. Are you like, serious? Got to <laughs> I the, thought you had been sitting on that for like no, a week like, or something. No, like literally 10 minutes before I got to the theater. Like I was just like. Like light, like the hype's up to see in the heights tonight because when the lights go out, you're in for the ride of your life. Like I just started, I like I just started like riding like um, in the car on the like on the way over there. Put your pencil to your temple, connected it to your brain, and you wrote your first refrain, the testament. It was insane. In the membrane, yeah, man. Um, but yeah, I, the, the, it it was really really dope. It's a really nice experience, and I highly recommend this movie. Was this was the beach? Was that all CGI? Like was the beach itself CGI or did they go to to a beach and film? No there? clue. I don't know. I have to. I haven't I, had the Blu-ray yet. I couldn't tell. Like I wa- I watched it twice. I was like, I was like kind of like, is it? So the the part where like it's behind him, it looks real. But the part when like it shows all of them on the beach yes, at the end, looks so fake. I think I think what it is is I think they're green screened in. I think it's a real beach and they're just green screened in. Oh maybe. It doesn't matter. That's that's a really mm-hmm. minor nitpick. So what's funny about that is that the beach is actually not part of the broadway musical oh okay so like so with it starting off on a beach we're like what the heck is going on here interesting like the the people who are who like the broadway musical who are fans of the are the kids still there no the kids aren't part of it at all no okay 
Can I just say, I, I got total How I Met Your Brother vibes from this movie. Not And that's not a dig or anything, but I was just like, I was like, like it sort of ends that way where he's like, and all along I was your puppy. <laughs> like, it's like, it's like the Heights is my home. It's There's none like it, no other. And so that's the, the very odd, story so the of kids, How I Met Your Mother. Oh my God, that was incredible. <laughs> no, 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 I, I but, talked over it and that was incredible. Oh, it's so good. What were you saying? Um, so I guess in the stage show, like he's telling the audience is the yeah. idea and the, the kids are sort of so the it starts off. It, it starts off with just lights up on Washington Heights up at the break of oh, day. Just, just from the... Interesting. You know, I was thinking that that is one thing uh, is that he's like in wa like Washington Heights and then it like goes over and then it also shows him waking up in bed and being no, like no, no. hi abuela and then he like leaves the house I uh, wish it had just like started with him like going out on the sidewalk and like instantly getting into the song not really a complaint again just like yeah. uh, it, it has a little that, bit that's more preamble the, that's part of the differences you know yeah. uh, since we're talking about let's go ahead and talk about the differences so yeah, yeah. Um, it start, the, the musical starts off with uh, Graffiti Pete um, spraying you know uh, on the grate and he's like yo that's my wall and then uh, it just starts off with the Lights up from Washington Heights up at the brigade, yeah, and it's just and you start like right away. Um, Song rules. I mean, this this what a way to get into it, like yeah, right off the bat. I mean, it changes everything, man. They changed a lot. Um, but what's really cool? That's another reason why. This yeah, there was a John really Wick cool. reference, which I'm pretty sure is not part of yeah, the, it's not in there. the original. So basically, um, Nina has a mom and a dad. Oh. The the dad still feels like. A, you know, kind of like he wants to provide for Nina. Mm -hmm. uh, he even has a song about it, how he feels useless and stuff like that. Pretty, pretty sure they cut that because Jimmy Smith is not a, a trained singer. Although he does rule in this movie and he kills his good morning Usnavi line. Good morning Usnavi. That's your I always, I always why, like, why, why were you so excited to see that, by the way? Really quick I, little tangent. I really love Jimmy Smith. Okay, I figured he, that, that he, was the he, reason. He's a great character actor and just... <laughs> I don't know what it is about Good Morning Usnavi, but it's just it just warms my heart. I just love Jimmy Smith. He's hardly he like in the 2010s he was in like three movies, and one of those is like eight seconds of Rogue One. Like he's hardly in movie. He's more of a TV guy, but yeah, he he does a lot of TV. He's like in Dexter. He's in The Shield. He's in, he's in a bunch of stuff. He's been in like a million things. Yeah. Um. But Jimmy Smith rules. Um. And he rules in this movie. Uh, I think every I think everybody will become a Jimmy Smith's fan after seeing this movie. <laughs> he, did, he did a good job, but um, so yeah, the dad feels uh like you know he, he feels useless. Like he he can't provide for Nina's school. Um, kind of in the same way, you know, like he's like, don't worry about it. Like I'll, I'll take care of it, you know. And he sells like you know the whole business and everything like that. Um, but uh, so he you know Benny loses his job. You know that's st that's still kind of the same. Um, but another difference is um, the the whole Swinito thing. Like, as far as like, he the, Usnavi does want to go back home, um, back to the Dominican Republic. Mm -hmm. But there's no like, oh, and that's not like a a thing that his dad there, owns. There's or no like your father's place. Oh, like, no, interesting. Just, like, I thought for sure that would the be only part thing, of it. The only thing is just like, uh, oh, I, I haven't gone back since my parents, you know die he's like oh man i gotta get on that like that's that that is like okay. something he wants to do but it's not like oh yeah my dad's place like is it available i can buy it like i'm going like you know um quick question is this is this like hamilton where it's all music it's all sung no they they do have like no, they do have a lot okay. of, of dialogue okay um okay. it's like a play basically so like a regular music i, I want to say that the the only thing i knew about in the hyatts before like Aside from just like things I gleaned from the trailer, mm -hmm. the only thing I knew about it was his name, like being based on 
on the, the ship. U.S. Navy, which is an amazing. That's I believe that's spoken and not. Is that sung. okay? That's an uh, amazing detail that I was just like. Oh no, I'm sorry. I think it's sung. Okay. And not spoken. Sorry, in yeah. the musical, um, and in the musical, Vanessa doesn't really have like a fashion thing. She just wants to get out. Oh. Um, yeah, they, they added a hmm. lot to this stuff. Um, uh, it's just Daniela and Carla, whereas in the movie, it's Daniela, Carla, and, and Kuka. Kuka. Um, I don't know if they added that just for <laughs> Dasha Polanka, which she killed it. She honestly she really ruled. did. She really did a good job. Like, she made me laugh. I've said so many things rule tonight, but... You know, it rules. It rules. It ru- no, um, I mean, it rules, Hector. <laughs> it just rules, Hector. Um, so, yeah, that, that's another add-on. What's cool about this is that uh, they have a, a number that, that is missing um from this well two two songs that are missing kind of but like okay a, a specific one i'm talking about is there's a song called atencion and uh, it's basically attention i'm just, I'm just kidding okay <laughs> so i was like oh really um no no, no. so uh, it's basically it's so sad it's basically kevin rosario on the dispatch saying atencion roll down your windows because abuela claudia passed away oh. um and then it goes into um alabanza which is the you know the song that he sings when, when she dies. Oh, Spoiler okay. alert! So he has a he has a couple of songs then in the show. Oh yeah, there's. I, the- it would have been cool that, for Jimmy Smith to sing, but he said that like I, I read an interview. There was actually like an interview uh, on the New York Times this morning that was about specifically just the Good Morning Gustavi thing, and that he had like two vocal coaches, and it's like for the that line and the lottery ticket, like spending twenty dollars on it or whatever. How and, we like, gonna eat? <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, I don't think I, that's that's interesting. I'm sure. I'm sure if they, if they were gonna keep that role as meaty as it was, he they did a good job though. He did like, a great job. I, I, thought, I, mean, I, thought, I don't know how I, you. I couldn't even tell that he was not a singer. He's great. I yeah. I, I, yeah, I have nothing but good things to say about Jimmy Smith. Um, I, it would have been fun to see have him have a song though. Yeah. But I, all that matters is Albert. I got a song. <laughs> yes, and also one one last change I, I will mention. Uh, the rest you got to look up. I think it's really fun to look it look it up and and uh, get to learn that on your own. But one thing I will say is that. They added Carnaval del Barrio after Abuela passed away in the movie. And it worked out really well. I kind of think I prefer it like that. So Whereas it, in the musical, it takes place in the first it's act? before she dies. Okay. Um, Because he says, uh, Usnavi says, Abuela won the lotto, so now I'm out of here, you know. And he, oh, so even that plot point is so, like... Yeah. She, she, yeah, he does. He finds out that she won the lottery ticket. Huh. And that he... Wow, there's a lot more changes him. than I was expecting. Yeah, man, there's a lot. But it, it, everything works out great, um, which I think is, is another genius way, the way it's directed, but also the way that it's written. Uh, so shout out to... Her name is Kiara, right? Yeah, Kiara. Um, so shout out to her because she did a really great job. She had a big task of changing a whole bunch of stuff, and she did it with such, like... It was so smooth and so like everything flowed. Um, yeah. That she, she did an amazing job. I like, guess I guess we should talk talk about the biggest change, which is the the added element of like DACA and Dreamers, and how uh, Sunny is an undocumented. Yeah, that's not in there too. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, that's the only thing I knew that was added. Um, so, um, very interesting. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. And it's kind of cool to see Sunny like being played as as a by a kid. Is it what is he played like, by a thirty-year-old? He's, he's played dude, like huh? an adult, yeah, like a twenty-something-year-old. <laughs> okay. Um, but it, it's kind of cool, like uh, the way that they did that. So I thought that was really great. He did a really good job. Um, I when I was on the way to the theater to watch it, I was I I asked to I said to my friend, "Is there going to be a Hamilton reference in this? Like, there has to be, right?" Did you you caught it, right? Yeah, it's the when the, the whole the, the music, music for Harper. Is it Harper? 
that, that, it's Stanford. Stanford. Okay. So, yeah, yeah it's, it's the the King's. The, it's song. like the Muzak version. <laughs> of... <laughs> so that was fun. So the, yeah, I mean they had to. They had to have a little Hamilton reference. Yeah. Can I say how 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 blessed are we to get Hamilton on Disney Plus and this like within on HBO within Max. a year? Yeah. Uh, like. Two great musicals. I mean, two of my favorite musicals, man. Like, yeah. and that when Hamilton came out on Disney Plus, we were so excited and, like, uh, again, we we saw it together. I saw it with with friends and family, and now like, and it makes me feel good that like all my friends and family. I've been talking about in the Heights for years, right? And uh, now my friends and family the, that I saw it with, they've seen it multiple times. You've seen it multiple times. My cousins who has saw it for the first time, they've seen it multiple times. Um, you know and. It just makes me so happy, so full of like joy to see that something that I've loved for years, um, I, my family just gets to enjoy it, and my friends mm-hmm. get to like enjoy it, and like it's something else that we can bond over together, that we can like, that we can geek out over. And that that think, really is the real magic of this movie, I think, where it's just it's it's so it it really it's hooks so you. it's so electric, it's so it just makes you want to get up and dance. The music is great. The it, story it makes, is it makes great. you want to go out and talk to your neighbors and be like become good friends with them and like yeah. form a horror which I'm like the most which anti- I feel great, I'm, great I'm the about, most anti-social person in the world <laughs> I feel great about because like all, all my neighbors like around here at this house that we're uh-huh. in right now like the neighbors to our left like we're tied with them the neighbor to our right like he comes out every now and then and we're like hey you know and our neighbor like across from us we're actually like get, we talk to so it, ma- it, it just brings a sense of community and um, just makes me it, it, it makes you feel great and just like um just just really really like kind and really really like it makes me want to be more sociable it's like it's like family bro it like gives you grinch syndrome it like grows your heart three sizes i'm feeling max (laughs) i'm feeling um yeah no but like i've seen that movie a hundred times probably the ron howard jim the jim carrey grinch movie for some reason Anyways, we watch. The, yeah, we love. We, love we watch that, that every year. Yeah, <laughs> we do, we do too. It's fantastic. That's wild. I love that movie. Uh-huh. Um, just to talk about the cast a little bit in this movie, um, Anthony Ramos is just—he's just charming as hell. He I, is he, he rules. Um, I knew he was gonna be big, and once I saw Hamilton, okay, and I was like, "Yo, this this kid is good." And then he was in twenty. Well, he was in Twenty One Jump Street. Jump Street. He sorry. was in. 21 Chump Street. What is that? You've never heard of 21 Chump Street? Chump Street? 21 Chump Street. Is this Street. a movie? This is a musical that Lin-Manuel Miranda did that Anthony Ramos played the titular character. It's about a he kid. He plays 21 Chump Street? He the play, character? He play, no, he's, <laughs> he's the, the titular. It's about this kid. Sorry. He plays the kid. No, sorry. The main person. Let me do that again. No, don't. No, no. This is perfect. <laughs> oh, my God. Eat a little bit. I'm thinking about like yes, he's no, he is the chump in Twenty One Chump Street. Okay, so that is correct. Is this a, is this a is this like a, a like a Spamilton thing? Is this like no? A, a so spoof? this is actually a, a musical done by a, a real life based on a real life kid, um, who uh, sorry, it's based on this kid and this woman, this police officer, um, who goes undercover. This woman goes undercover to a high school to try to find where the drugs are coming from. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, just a drug ring and. She asks this kid, uh, you know, for where he can, she can find drugs, and but of course this kid falls in love with her. So the only reason, not a bad kid, not not involved with anything drug related, but because he likes her, of course he's gonna do anything he can to please her. Wow. So he freaking, you know, he like gets in there to like. Yeah, he he gets to find out where it's from, and then he gets. I've arre- never heard he of gets this. Arrested. 
And it's a musical? It's a musical. It's short. It's a short musical. Interesting. Is the music good? Yeah, of course. Lemon wow. Miranda did it. I should check this out. That's Go look this, it up. 21 Chump Street. Post In the Heights? This or? is, uh, I believe so, yes. Okay. Before, pre-Hamilton, Post In the Heights. So, if I, okay, aside from all of the, I mean, uh, Lemon manuel Miranda has been very busy in Hollywood in the past, like, Ten five years. years. I would say, like, since Hamilton. He, he's really I'd say started, since like, In the Heights. Okay. Well, I just mean, so, like. So, since 2008. Like, uh, I, I mean, I, but like, Hamilton exploded him. Oh, I, Why yeah. do I keep saying he exploded in popularity? I keep saying this in the weirdest way. Hamilton just like, it was the death of him. It, he just exploded into tiny <laughs> pieces. <laughs> I, I, I have nothing to say. <laughs> I don't, I'm just, I'm a terrible at talking. Oh, yes. uh, Hamilton made him a household name. Yeah, absolutely. But, and then, you know, he's wrote written songs. Like, he wrote the songs for Moana. He wrote a song for Star Wars. He... He did like a theme song for the Magic School Bus on Netflix. Mm -hmm. But anyways, um, what the major things I know him from, of course, are Hamilton and the Heights. And um, I, I, I know he's got that show, the uh, HBO show. I don't know if he's like creatively involved in that, but the the one that's the Golden Compass. It's not called the Golden Compass. Oh, his Dark Materials. His Dark Materials. He's like, I guess he's just acting in that. Anyway, so. 21 Chump Street, what what other works has he done, if, if anything, like major works besides, I'm gonna give, I'm gonna vamp for a second because Hector is eating some beef jerky. <laughs> I'm hungry! <laughs> no, um, I mean that, that he's like written himself. It, like, is, 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 does he have any other major projects aside from like, from I mean, from he did, he things? did a production of uh, Jonathan Larson's Tick, Tick, Boom. Which there's a, a movie oh, coming yeah, out. Oh, yeah, I did see the trailer for the movie. I didn't and know he's that he's directing didn't... it. He's directing the the Tick Tick Boom, uh, the song movie, in mo- that trailer movie rules. adaptation. <laughs> I stop keep saying starring things starring Andrew Garfield, Andrew Garfield, which is crazy. Um, but yeah, he did a production of it, um, where he he was involved with it in it. Sorry, and I think he directed it as well. It was like a little stage adaptation. Okay. Leslie Odom Jr. was in it, the guy oh. who plays Burr, and uh, Karen Olivo was in it, which is she played the original Vanessa. Uh, uh, on Broadway. Of oh, Ice, is that right? Which I am in love. And sorry, I wish she was. I, I, I wish she was in this movie. Sorry, Paloma. I'm gonna call you out again. Paloma knows how much I love Karen Oliva really? because she played Vanessa in The Heights, and then she was. She went on to be in West Side Story. You know, she and now, now she was in um, Moulin Rouge. You mm-hmm. know, so like she just like has had like a really nice career, really cool, great career. But like in the, because of in the heights, oh, I love Karen Oliva. I, I oh, she was also in Hamilton. Yeah, yeah. Oh, she was. She Wait. played Angelica in Hamilton. Oh, she she replaced. Uh, I think on in Broadway Chicago at some point or Chica- on, oh okay. I think in both maybe Chicago. Both, okay. Uh, Chicago interesting. Sure. Interesting. Um. Wow. Okay. Um. Um. I don't. I. I. I really like the cast of this movie. I will say that from listening to the first two songs from the from the In the Heights Broadway cast recording this morning, I was like, I kind of like the singing voice of this Vanessa better. Oh. Yeah. So like, no, no shade, man. Just I was just like I I was like oh this kind of rules. I, I kind of like I I, really like, I didn't know that was Karen Olivo. 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 Sorry. Um, but I think I think uh, I want to say this while, while you're on that point. The the first the thing that you experience first, I think that's the one that you gravitate to more. So the people who see this movie, I think they're gonna gravitate more to the soundtrack of this movie. Yeah. Rather than the Broadway, you know. Yeah, I'm definitely recording. guilty of that. I listened to the Rent movie soundtrack. And you like that one better? See, I list, I like the Rent Broadway cast album better than I do the movie. Okay. See, my, my sticking point, I don't want to turn this into like a, a Rent cast, because maybe that's another episode, but um, 
I, I like I like um uh oh no I'm forgetting her name uh I, I, Daphne Daphne Ruben Vega I I like her replacement in the movie uh I like I like her singing voice better um for whatever reason yeah I like Andrea I think her name is Burns Andrea Burns the Broadway version oh is it and okay are there multiple cast recordings of Rent? Of Rent? Oh, no, no, I'm talking about In the Heights. In the Heights. Okay, no, no, sorry. In, in Rent, Daphne Rubin Vega plays yeah, Mimi. Yeah, Mimi. You like her better I, or I, you like, I like Rosario Dawson? Rosario Dawson. Okay, I, yeah, yeah, I, I would agree. I, and I and I think I think Daphne, Daphne, Daphne. rules in this. I, I'm going to stop saying. I'm going to... It rules. I'm going to block my... I'm going to remove that from my vocabulary. I just forgot it existed. Okay, now we're going to... I don't gonna, even know what I'm talking that's about That's going to be our first line of merch. Just going to have your face on it and then say, it, it rules. rules. <laughs> it rules. That would rule. That would, this shirt rules. <laughs> this shirt rules. Oh boy, I really am old. <laughs> um, my mom, my mom says that's neat. Neato that's burrito. Neat. Yeah. I anyway. have my, my aunt says that's cool and a half. <laughs> Which I love. I'm stuck, <laughs> with, I'm stuck with saying like that's dope. Hey, that's pretty cool too. Um, no, it rules. It rules. It rules. No, anyway, go ahead. Let's talk about the cast a little bit because we uh, we got. Anthony Ramos, who we already said, um, rules. Uh, <laughs> Melissa Barreras, Vanessa. Barrera, um, say it with Barrera, me. yeah. Ere con ere cigarro. That's how, that's how I learned this in Spanish. They're like, this is how you roll your R's. You say, ere con ere cigarro. Cigarro. Ere con ere barril. Arriba esta bandera. Rápido corren los carros cargados de azúcar del fellow carrillo. Nice. I totally effed that up. I feel like I feel like I'm Christoph Waltz in Glorious Passage, like once more with feeling. <laughs> what is it, Anton? Gorlami. Gorlami. <laughs> Antonio Margareti. Um. Uh. Anyway, so we got uh, Leslie Grace as Nina Rosario. Uh, Corey Hawkins as Benny. Did amazing. I really love Corey Did Hawkins. Really he great. was yeah. super awesome in this movie. Um. Surprise. Olga Meredith. Meredith's. Meredith's. Mm-hmm. I, I'm gonna pronounce that some sound of these. Sound it out. Sound it out. these uh, as Abuela Claudia. Abuela. Um, Killed it. What a role. Nobody. Could, I, honestly, I'm so glad she got to. I'm glad her that role. she did that because in my mind, I was telling Stephen, nobody else could play that role. I, you know that Hollywood what must have been like. Mm, but what if you put Tilda Swinton in that role or like oh like God. some <laughs> like white lady like why don't you put like like I don't even know like you know they wanted to put some some Hollywood person in there and I, I'm glad they kept it to her because like Angela Lansbury <laughs> yeah uh, they it, it couldn't no one could have done it better and I mean this is her role through and through I, I don't know did she I guess she didn't originate it she joined the Broadway but there was a, another one off Broadway originally maybe but uh, I, I don't I don't know the details so but, but anyways she played it in, suffice to say on Broadway. She's in the Broadway cast recording. She's she Abuela. kills it. She's Abuela Claudia. Uh, of course, we got Jamie Smiths as uh, Kevin Rosario. Kevin Rosario. And um, and yeah, I, I, there's. A, I mean, this this cast is great. Uh, oh yeah, that was one question. Is the Piragua guy? Is that is he as prevalent in the stage version? Yes, he is. Okay, interesting. Because that was the one thing I was like, is this just beefed up because Lin Manuel Miranda is playing him? So so the they said that. If he didn't play the Piragua guy, they probably would have cut those numbers. Interesting, off. interesting. Which is one of Steven's favorite songs in in the thing. You know? I was gonna say, weirdly enough, I think is it's it one some of, of Lin Manuel's best singing. Oh, like, absolutely, yeah. Because I've okay, I've heard Lin's like demos, uh-huh. and like I've heard him sing other things, and like 
He's not the best he's, singer, he's obviously. Not fantastic. But like he kills it in this role. I don't know if it's because he put it in his key. Or, I don't know either, but I, I was like, I was like, this is great. Even even the Carnaval de Barrio part, like he does amazing. Yeah, where he's singing like the Spanish part, and oh, I, like, I, I'm usually like, like I, I was ha like, I'm happy that that Anthony Ramos took over the main role because he's a great singer, and uh, but like, yeah, I was just like, I was so impressed with him, um, and to be clear, I love. Lin Manuel Miranda singing, like I, I do, I do agree. He's not the best singer, but like he's he's got a very unique voice, which is a positive and a negative. He lies. I I literally cannot watch Star Wars Episode Seven: The Force Awakens without getting oh, taken out me, no, because he does the freaking Cantina song in that movie, and I'm just like, it, that's Lin Manuel Miranda, just like his voice, like singing weird alien words. It's a Hatties. Oh yeah, just it takes me right out of the movie, which you know not necessarily his fault, but. <laughs> It's hard, that that scene is just takes me out every time I rewatch it now. Um, what else did I want to say? Um, oh yeah, was there was was that like an intermission joke when after Abuela Claudia dies and it like cuts back to him and the little kids and he's and she just goes he goes uh, maybe it's time we take a break yeah and she just I, goes no <laughs> and the movie starts yeah, again it just goes again I was like is yeah, that, I, is that I, the I, break point I of the show I kind of found that as like an intermission too cause like it kind of happens it's a good joke time. it's a good joke um oh yeah I, I wrote I have in my notes here nice garbage and that's that is in reference to there's a lot of like garbage cans and alleys and oh, like but it's not shuffling through the garbage, but it it's like immaculate garbage. <laughs> Whereas scene. like the real New York, it's like all yeah, over the place. Yeah, that would nasty. be like the nastiest thing you've ever seen in your life. Yeah, but um, I mean this version of I like this version of New York is like I mean when she opens the the, the trash can, I guess this is what I you're was referring like, I was, to. I didn't know that she I didn't know the fashion thing, so I was like. What is she doing? Is she going to get food Maybe out of the dumpster? <laughs> Would you have judged her if she was? I mean, depending on what the food looked like. If it, if it was a if it was a perfect eclair on top, I'd be like, okay. All right, George Costanza. <laughs> I was hoping you would get that. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Um. Uh. Oh yeah. The other my other uh like, I sort of picked up on this the second time through is that uh. Uh, Usnavi is is the Eliza Hamilton of this of this story in that sort of the 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 wrapping up of the entire musical. It's like, oh, I'm the person that's going to tell all these stories yeah. and carry on all this legacy and stuff. And I was like, oh yeah, Usnavi is the Eliza Hamilton. He he just likes the people. He, he wraps he, it up. Yeah. He he likes the people that are the ones that tell the story. Which which Lin Manuel which Lin Manuel Miranda is that guy. He's yeah. he's the storyteller. Yeah. I, you know, I don't know. Yeah, yeah um, really, really. Co it, but it's kind of funny because you you kind of see how like Lin Manuel Miranda, even though this this is amazing, how his work has matured. Like you see, like you hear the songs, like of the, and they're still great. Mm -hmm. um, but you can see like where he's grown and like his writing and his like, you know. Do you prefer um, In the Heights or Hamilton? Do you have a preference? So I do. I do have a preference. Um, this is gonna sound really weird so i do prefer hamilton mm -hmm. to in the heights only because um i think his writing is better i just but i i love this story more oh I so see i love saying. i love in the heights story i love what it represents i love it more and i i adore it so much mm -hmm. um when i heard in the height the first note 
the first word of In the Heights, I was instantly hooked. Hamilton, I was just like, okay, what is this? It takes a little while to get. Yeah, into even though it's bit. like, even though it starts off strong, In the Heights, I was instantly hooked. I was like, ooh, it just did something in my blood, to my Latin blood. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, so, but I, I do as far as like the writing, as far as how meticulous he gets in his like rhyming schemes and it's a little bit more hip-hoppy as far as hamilton goes mm -hmm. he's taken from big pun he's which he does in this movie too but he's taken from big pun he's taken from jay-z he's taken from eminem he's taken from right like, nas he's taken from, like every bit of like that he can that he's pulling from pop culture from rap hip-hop from other things and he's putting guests kind of his like latin um self inside of hamilton as well because of his dad you know the story so like it, it's a little bit of everything it's kind of like and i'm i always i always find a way to bring it back to this it's kind of like he's pulling all of his projects in one and that's kind of what makes me love quentin tarantino's once upon a time in hollywood mm -hmm. it's kind of he's pulling from everything that he's done and he's putting it into this one masterpiece and i feel like that interesting it, it, hamilton is mature is lin-manuel miranda matured once upon a time is tarantino matured in that sense that is why I prefer Hamilton. Okay. But this story is I prefer this story and these characters just like the way that uh, the way that I relate to them. Mm -hmm. But yes. Yeah, I I, I I haven't fully formed my opinion. I mean this movie is still very recent for me. Uh, and I've listened to the Hamilton soundtrack seven thousand times. Um I, I I really love Hamilton. I love how nerdy Hamilton is of just like how nerdy is it to have like a song that's a cabinet battle in in Congress? It's just like that's so amazing. It's literally a rap. It's battle. a rap battle. It, like I just love like you're what a what a strange combination. Yeah, of, how of, you're trying to outdo each other. You're trying to like, you know what I mean? Yeah, but just the whole like just historical. He's just like a historical nerd and just like put it into this like awesome catchy hip hop, like infused, uh, you know, great themes about immigration and all this stuff like it's just it rules uh i mean both the hamilton and in the heights what a pair i mean if you just had those two musicals i think you'd be i think you'd be pretty happy you're pretty if, sad, if yeah. you're on an island if you're if you're on <laughs> if you went to the dominican republic and lived on an island i don't know what i'm talking about i'm losing my mind desert island <laughs> like, if you could only take two musicals with <coughs> you what would they be um uh final final observation i, I was surprised by the amount of like a musical and lyrical real estate in this movie that is dedicated to benny's penis <laughs> yeah the, the whole <laughs> stretch limousine and he's got a big taxi yes. there's like three different songs where they're like mm, let's talk about this for, <laughs> for a few seconds and i was like <laughs> I was laughing, but that's I was what, like... <laughs> that's what they do in those salons, though, you know? Like, that's all they talk about. Where she's like, you know, the, I work here at the salon, and all they do is they talk about who's doing who and mm -hmm. why. Like, yeah. All the chisme, the no me diga. Oh, my God. You don't... You know, it just means, like, you don't say. Like, what? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, like, it's, it's all that chisme. It's all that, you know... Yeah. <laughs> it's all that I, I gossip. Love, I love the salon ladies uh they, they're awesome. <laughs> they rule. I didn't. I didn't say it. You almost. It was did. implied. It was implied. The rule was implied. <laughs> but yeah, just a fantastic movie. It's beautiful. It's visually stunning. Um, beautiful young people in it. Uh, <laughs> Pete Aguas. Mel Brooks says that we go to the movies to see young beautiful people. Is that right? I mean, he's not wrong. <laughs> he's like that's what we go to the movies for. Um, <laughs> But uh, really, really fun. I guess real quick, we should talk about Christopher Jackson, who is like 
Lin-Manuel Miranda's muse and appears in all of his projects. As long was, as you got is a he job in 21 Chump Street? No, he's not. Oh. But 21 Bummer. Chump Street was like, it was just like a little side project. Can I, okay. Like well, uh, let me tell, I, I, I know we were just going to say we're going to wrap up, but I want to tell my, my Christopher Jackson story. Which, which is when I when I was in when I went to New York City and I saw I saw Hamilton on Broadway um, with about half of the original cast. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lynn wasn't there anymore, um, I, but Christopher Jackson was still there as as, as Washington. And uh, afterwards, I went out to like wait. Out. It was like the Saturday matinee, mm-hmm. uh, so I went out and uh, I waited outside. And I was like, hey, maybe I'll get a signature or two or meet a couple cast members. Christopher Jackson comes out. And like does like a half wave, and then literally sprints into the sunset. It's like Vanessa in 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 the Heights when she just like r- sprints down the street as banners. He waved at you? No, just like he was just like like to the crowd. The, oh. the, there was a humongous crowd that was gotcha. in there, and he was just like, gotta go, and like just sprinted off. It was the funniest thing. I'm sure he had somewhere to be. It was, it was, it was. You know, very Stevens humorous. met Chris Jackson as well. Really? Uh, they they were outside of. Uh, Freestyle Love Supreme, and uh, they met Wayne Brady and Christopher Jackson. Oh my God, that's so cool! Yeah, that is really cool. Well, then he had a a, 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 a more of an interaction with him than I did <laughs> for sure. Um, uh, but yeah, he, he's in this movie as Mr. Softy. He he does, he. I was like, I was like, damn, he didn't. He hardly even got a line in this movie. But we got the after credit scene, which which gave him a nice little little cameo, little button on the on the movie there. So. Yeah, it's it's clear Lin Manuel Miranda and 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 Christopher Jackson have like a a bromance and yeah. yeah. Oh, there's the music. You know what that means? It means we're out of time. And uh, as always, we end with a fun fact. Um, so before we go ahead and get into that, this has been our little in the heights episode of Watch This Part, uh, a movie and TV podcast. And uh, once again, I'm Hector. Uh, I I've been Kyle. And is that uh, what they say? I, I've been... I've been Kyle? I've been Kyle. I, when do you stop being Kyle? When I expire, <laughs> I, I guess. I don't know. And I've um, been Kyle. I'm going to go home and be somebody else. And I'm Kyle. And uh, the fun fact I have for you today is uh, John M. Chu loved working on this movie so much... How much? That when he had a son during the production of this movie, he named him Heights. His son's name is Heights Chu M. Oh, I don't know if it's M, but Heights Chu. And he was named after this movie. H E I G H T S. Yes. And if if that's not a fun fact, I don't know what is. Wow, look at John John M. Chu taking the naming your baby to new heights. Wow. Can't wait. I hope he has a kid during Wicked. This is my son, Heights. <laughs> my daughter, Wicked. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. Very bizarre, but hey, why not? <laughs> All right, bye. See you See next you later, time. everyone. <laughs>